The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. Calling all men. It's now your time for your show with your coach, the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. Relax, be heard, and be understood. It's a show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show. I am your host, Linda Gross. If you happen to be listening on Wednesday at 3 p.m., we're coming to you live, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. every 6 p.m. Eastern Time. This is a show where men can be men. Today's topic is we're going to talk about are your feet stuck in cement And we're going to talk about first dates, what to do, what not to do, what's the protocol, what is going to improve your chances the most. We'll be talking about all of those issues. Um, If you happen to have missed last week's show, um, last week's show was how to be a badass in biz, and we were talking about how to get a promotion, how to start your own business. Uh, apprenticeships, education, how to get low-cost education, all kinds of uh, wonderful things, wonderful topics uh, on that show. We were on with my guest, Dr. Robert Garcia, and also with my sponsor, um, business attorney Michael Brown. So um, if you didn't uh, catch it, no problem. You can uh, tune in to the TuneIn app anytime you want. Very easy to find. Just Google TuneIn app forward slash Linda Gross, and there you are. You can even binge listen if you are new to the show. Listen to a few of them. Anyway, let's get back. I'm sorry, I still have my cough. This is going on seven weeks now. Um, I'll try to get through it without sounding too scratchy, but we'll see what we can do. All right, so we're going to talk about um, Frozen. Are your feet frozen in cement? Are you too afraid, too shy to start a conversation with a woman? We're going to talk about those issues today. I think a lot of times men have this fear of rejection, but it's really not fear of rejection. Oftentimes, it's what I call fear of perfection, meaning um, you're afraid that, ooh, am I going to do it wrong? Is she going to get mad? Is she going to, you know, reject me? Is something bad going to happen? And also, the other part of <clears throat> stuck in perfection is a lot of guys who are not good daters, they just have this expectation that this fabulous, perfect girl is just going to drop from the sky and end up in their lap. Guys, sorry to break it to you, but it doesn't work that way. Um, Men are 
built to be hunters for a reason. So as men, inherently, you have to go out and find her. You have to take the risk. You have to make the effort. That's how it works best. I realize we're in the 21st century now. I realize women are getting more bold than ever. Yes, they're asking you for the phone number. Yes, they're asking you for the date, all that kind of stuff. That's all well and good, but it doesn't work the best way that way. First of all, if she's doing all the asking, it might you might say yes just because you're lonely, bored, tired, horny, whatever your reason is, meaning that you didn't select her. And part of the fun for a guy is to do is to do the hunting. So it's so much better when you select her rather than being passive. Um, passive is sort of a female trait that you passively wait for her to come to you. Not a good characteristic to have as a guy. So you want to be the hunter. <clears throat> Even if in the, you know, one... Uh, chance that you end up liking the person that's hitting on you, only let her do that one time. After that, you still have to be the hunter because if she's continually uh, making the plans, chasing you down, calling you first, texting you first, um, if she's planning the date, if she's continually doing that, guess what? She's the guy and you're the girl. It still is not going to work. So you have to step it up and be the guy and look at it as a fun game because it's really fun when you get into it. So um, let's not get in the, you know, I'm stuck in the perfection model. Um, It's okay to take a risk. It's okay to fail. You know, the world is not going to come to an end because, quote, unquote, in your head you think you did it wrong. You know, there are millions and millions of possible candidates. Who cares? It it really should be a big who cares. So, um, Brett, let's cue song number one, please. All right, so the reason why I played that song is I want you to get out of your head the perfection mentality. It's totally okay if you trip. It's totally okay if you obsess about her. Go ahead and obsess about her, but ask for the date anyway. We're going to talk a little bit further in the program how to do that, but don't get stuck in your head. Don't get uh, you know planted with your feet in cement. Um, is it okay to beg? I guess it's okay to beg. That's not the DT style. We're going to teach you how to ask for the date without having to beg. So you shouldn't have to beg. You shouldn't have to lie. And you shouldn't have to deceive the girl in order to get a first date. Okay? I'm going to teach you how to get these things done for real. All right. So um, what are we going to do instead? We are going to take action. That's how you get out of your head. 
So take action. And a lot of guys who are not good daters, <clears throat> they're sitting at home watching video games, bored out of their heads. So when you're bored out of your head, what do you have to offer her? You're not going to be an attractive person. So you have to break that cycle of being bored. Um, <clears throat> you have to have a plan. So what I suggest is find something that you're good at, meaning get a passion, a hobby, or a sport, something, whatever it is. Um, let's say if you're, if you're taking up guitar, practice an hour a day every single day and get good at guitar. Let's say you're really good at basketball, practice those hoops. Get good at something. Let's say you're good at drawing. Let's say you're good at carving. Let's say you're good at auto mechanics. Whatever it is, find a passion. And if you really don't have a passion, <clears throat> that's 90% of your problem right there. So what I recommend for those of you that don't have a passion is go back to age eight. As a little kid, we're full of joy and wonder and all the problems of the world have not rested on our shoulders as yet. <clears throat> the hormones haven't happened, you know, during the teen years, during puberty. Go back to age eight and what turned you on at that point and see if you can carry that through, if you can pick up that thread and do it now because the, mo the more... Um, the more interesting you are, the easier it's going to be for you to communicate with her. All right, so we're going to, a little bit after the break, we're going to talk <coughs> more about how to take action and also what the first date protocols are. We'll see you back in a moment. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Do you have a business or are you thinking about starting one? Do you have contracts, leases, and other documents that need legal review to ensure you are protected? If so, contact the law offices of Michael W. Brown for assistance. With over 20 years experience advising clients on business matters, they provide practical legal advice to help you succeed. Their goal is to give the right answer for you, not just the legal answer. Initial consultations are always free. Visit mwb-law.net or call 949 636-8128 That's the law offices of Michael W. Brown 949-636-8128 Hey guys, want to go from cocky and confused to confident in four sessions or less? Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Tackle relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's www.themensadvocate.com slash coaching. 
The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women, too. Google KMET Advocate and save to your favorites every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time. We proudly rejoin our programming with the Men's Advocate Show with your host, Linda Gross, on KMET 1490 AM, Smart Talk. Welcome back to the Men's Advocate Show. By the way, um, this program is made available by listeners just like you. Today's topic on first dates was uh, suggested to me by one of my listeners. You can make uh, topic suggestions as well. Either go to the Facebook fan page and write a post on my wall or a private message (coughs) or, (coughs) pardon me, sorry, Or I have a new section on my website, themensadvocate.com, suggest a topic. So you can go there and suggest something um, that that is a burning question or a problem that you're having that you'd like me to uh, follow up on. I'll be happy to make that happen. So thank you, Tony. Shout out to you for uh, today's topic. I appreciate that. So what you'll... What you'll want to do if you haven't done so already is to go to my Facebook fan page, which is The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross, same title as the title of my show here, and um, you're going to be able to uh, click the uh, liked page button, and that will give you once a week updates on who the... Uh, guests are, what the program is about, what the topic is about, and any and all links that I talk about, I usually post those links right after the show. So that'll keep you up to date on the Facebook fan page. All right, let's get back into our topic. We were talking about taking action. What I want you to do is I want you to find women who are four to sevens. Why is this? Because they're not intimidating. Why and, and the easier it is for you to approach a woman, that's what I want you to get into the habit of. Now, these are women that I don't necessarily want you to date. I just want you to approach a four to seven because you need the practice, okay? So just um, think of this as, you know, the baseball player. He gets on the mound and he swings and, you know, you guys have this perfection um, idea stuck in your head that the first time you swing, you're going to hit it out of the park. It doesn't work that way. You have to practice, okay? So you have to, <clears throat> excuse me, you have to practice at spring training every day, before the game, after the game, in your mind's eye, all that kind of stuff. So what we're going to do is a similar approach with women. I want you to approach 10 women a day, and they are everywhere. They're at the gas station, they're at the market, they're at the, you know, tire repair place, they're at the, uh, the, the cleaners, 
anywhere and everywhere. They're at the laundry room. If you're living in an apartment, there's a busy uh, laundry room. They're anywhere and everywhere. So the what you want to evoke from them is some sort of positive response. And that could look like a smile, a wink, a nod, a hello, anything. That's what you're looking for. And I want you to practice this every single day with 10 women a day for like three months. And then we'll be able to graduate from that to actually getting women who are sevens and better and actually asking for the date. Okay? All right. So um, let's move on to our next segment. Um, Brett, would you cue number three, please? My chick is telling me I got crazy dreams She's also saying I got low self-esteem She's kind of hot though Yeah, she's kind of hot though She put me on meds She won't get out of my head She's kind of hot though All right. So this section is about you think that she's hot and now you're ready to ask her for a date. Okay, so here's what I recommend. If you're going to text the date suggestion to her, you've got to be very concise. Don't drag it on for 16 different texts back and forth or 16 different emails back and forth. It's annoying. As a girl, it's annoying. We like men who are decisive. So all you should be talking about is time, place, date, and you're done. I mean, that should take at the max, max, three, three to six texts. All right, or three to six emails, depending on what mode you're you're dealing with. That's it. Don't don't get carried away. Don't ask her what does she want to do. None of that stuff. You're the hunter. You have to take charge. You have to take control. So be decisive. Better yet, get off the phone and get get off the texting and the cyber and get make it a phone call make it personal but once again keep it very short and sweet and concise get in and get out this is not a two-hour phone call to discover everything under the sun about them you're going to want to save some of it for date one and date two so don't expend everything on those dates so um, on those phone calls I should say Also, when you're asking for the date, have a go-to place in mind before you ask her, okay? So that way, you're prepared. It makes you look like you're in charge, you're in control, you're confident. Have one or two go-to places ready to go. If you need to investigate the place before you ask her on a date to make sure it's cool, Um, Do so. Do your homework. The more confident you are, the better it's going to be. Because remember, she's kind of hot. So you want to ask her out. Okay? So let that be your guide. Be in control. Now, my next tip is a big one. Your first date should only be a meet and greet. I recommend the first date be one hour or less. That's it. No, we got along and we went from location one to location two and we ended up having a five-hour date. No, absolutely not. 
You can have longer dates on date two and beyond, but on a first date, no. It's a meet and greet. Well, why am I saying that? First of all, I'm saying it for many reasons. From, from your reasoning, it's um, you want to give her something to look forward to, okay? And you want to be gentle on your pocketbook. Why are you guys spending $200 on dinner and you don't even know if you like her or not? It screams that you are needy. So I don't want you to do long first dates. You want to go to dinner on a second date? Totally fine with me. But the first date, it's a screening process just to see if you click. You got it? Just to see if you click. If you click, good. She'll graduate and go on to the next date, the next step, which is for you to ask her for another date, which is all good. All right? Does that make sense? So short and sweet, one hour or less. You want to, if it doesn't work out, you politely excuse yourself at the end of the date and say, I had a really great time, you're a really great girl, but I just didn't feel the click, and good luck in your search, and be on your merry way. That's it. Short, sleep, uh, short and easy, clean, and simple. It's a meet and greet. And if you do click, great. Then it gives you something to look forward to and get excited about and that excitement spills onto the girl and your date and it makes for a fun date it's all good so you want to have that excitement be there okay all right um if you want to uh, learn more about this topic you can find it in my book mastering women and it's going to be in section five which is which talks about first dates um, also in my book, you'll learn a technique called second C. Second C is what I call connect with her. Find something in common to talk about. Find something that is a mutual bond between the two of you. It helps cement how she feels about you when she feels like there's belonging there, that there's an attraction there, there's, that there's a connectivity there. It's called Second C, Connect With Her. That's also in the book. Um, okay, so one of my listeners is just uh, typing me. He's saying, is it okay to let her hit on you? No. I mean, it's okay for her to flirt with you, but like I was saying at the top of the hour, you need to be the guy. You need to take a stand. You need to make the risk and ask. Um, and it's not the end of the world. You know, if, if it doesn't work out, um, in, some, in some situations, you might have an opportunity to ask again. You know, maybe it wasn't the right timing. Uh, maybe she was rushed at work and she had a project that was, was due and she just didn't have the time of day for you right then and there. You asked her at a bad time. Um, or maybe she's involved just finishing up with a relationship or she just got out of a relationship so she needs some breathing room or whatever it is. It might not be the right time. So just remember that rejection is not the end of the world. It's a numbers game. So if you ask 10 people, only consider that one out of the 10 is going to have a positive response. That's just how it goes. So you better keep your eye on a lot of women be, just, just because of that. Does that make sense? All right. So ask, ask, ask. If, and the more you ask, the better your odds are going to get. Because why? Because you're going to get confident. 
because then you're going to say, you're going to go back to the drawing board and you're going to evaluate, I did this or I did that, here's what did work, I'll do more of this, and here's what didn't work, boy, that, that bombed, you know, really badly, so I'll kind of not do that next time. So actually you go from the odds being 1 out of 10 to maybe you can up your odds to like 3 or 4 out of 10. Okay, so that's how it works. It all takes practice and your energy and your enthusiasm. Don't worry about the rejection numbers. Um, you know, have three or four girls lined up in your head anyway before you even ask. So it's not the end of the world when this one says no. All right. So when we come back from the break, <clears throat> we're going to talk about what not to do on a first date. Okay, we'll see you back in a moment. Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met, then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. Now back to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to the Men's Advocate Show. I am your host, Linda Gross. I'm so happy to have you here. I got so excited, I forgot to even give out the phone number, but here it is. If you want to call me with a question, 951-922-3532, you can call in with your question or comment, and you can also um, leave a private message or a wall, wall post on my Men's Advocate Show uh, page, my fan page on Facebook. 
All right. So I usually listen. I usually watch the Facebook fan page and just to see what you guys are up to, and I'll be happy to respond to you. All right. So in this segment, we're going to talk about what not to do. What type of first date is what you should not be doing? Brett, let's go ahead and cue two, please. Looks so perfect standing there in my American apparel underwear. And I know now that I'm so down. Okay, uh, the reason why I'm playing that song is because I know you think she's a work of art. I know you think she is so down. But that being said, here are some first dates to avoid. A lot of these dates are okay by me on a second date or beyond, but not on a first date. So don't do them, okay? All right, coffee drinks. Um now, that meets the one-hour rule, under one-hour rule, but it's been my experience when I was single not that long ago <clears throat> that coffee dates don't work. Usually, coffee dates are in the morning, and for me as the girl, I was always thinking, okay, I've had you know, 20, 30 minutes of coffee, whatever, and my mind was always on what ne- what's coming up next. I have to get back to work. I have to do errands. I have to be at the doctor by a certain time. It always seemed like there was something else going on beyond you. So my mind wasn't fully into you, and I was distracted. So it's a good place for you, the recipient, to be in. So coffee drinks just sort of... I mean, it's nice to do, but usually, in my experience, they don't lead anywhere. So don't, it's, it's not getting her um, to think about you and to get closer to you. So let's save that for date number three or four or something, not on a first date, okay? <clears throat> um, one of my readers is, uh, one of my listeners is typing me a message. She says, is, it, is sushi an okay date, first date? Um, that would be heck to the no. And the reason why that is is because you're sending the wrong message. Sushi is probably one of the most expensive meals you, you can have. You can easily spend $200 on dinner at sushi. And it's the wrong message. Usually guys don't invite a girl out to sushi unless they're in love with her. They're so bowled over by her. Again, it puts you in a weak position. It puts you in the you are too needy position that you've got to win her over with this fabulous meal. So sushi is out and any dinner, by the way, is out. I don't care what she says. Almost all girls are looking for dinner and drinks, what have you. Um, almost all girls want to be wined and dined. They want you to get the lobster, the steak, the sushi, the whatever it is, and they want you to spend $200 on them. Number one, that doesn't mean they like you. Number two, it doesn't mean you guys have a connection. Number three, it doesn't mean anything. So don't think that by spending all this money and time that sh- you're going to win her over. You're not. And number four, from your point of view, 
it for for my opinion she doesn't deserve that until she's graduated to date number two okay right now you're just doing a meet and greet so don't let that get out of control so no long dinners shopping also another no-no shopping is a girl activity for the most part do not go shopping with her you look like a little puppy dog on a on a on a leash don't do that because usually you're going to be shopping for her again there's an expectation that she wants you to buy her that purse or those shoes or whatever it is again this has no bearing on whether she likes you whatsoever it has no bearing whether or not she will you will establish a connection with her so no shopping all right <clears throat> movie it's great to go to the movies I love movies movies would be okay for date number three four five whatever not on a first date because you're in an enclosed environment for like two hours three hours by the time you park and get the popcorn and all that kind of stuff um, you're not connecting it's not an avenue to connect with each other um, you don't know anything about this person she doesn't know anything about your personality not a good plan on a first date and again it breaks the um, over the one hour rule so don't do that <clears throat> uh, equally likely in this category is no long events that take three hours this includes concerts sporting events theaters theme parks like Disneyland Universal Six Flags heck no all of these things are way too long they usually take about at least three hours to get through not acceptable for a first date want to do them on future dates of course it's a lot of fun um, like I say let her earn those milestones for you to keep upping the ante don't do it right out of the gate same thing with the zoo uh, I think the zoo is a great date but again, let's save that for date number two because it takes too long. So <clears throat> places of interest. Um, this could be something like historical, architectural, or seasonal. Again, great for a second date, not on the first date. These would be things like um, in Los Angeles, we have the Griffith Observatory. Um, it has a gorgeous view, has a little cafe up there. Uh, lots of science, interesting things to learn. Um, you know, it's a fun date. Once again, save it for date number two. Uh, tree lighting, pumpkin walks, Fourth uh, of July fireworks, all those kind of things are fun, but it's too much pressure, too much too soon, and you look needy. So the overall um, appearance that you want to have is instead of being needy, you want to come across as confident that you're running the show like you have a plan and you've got this handled alright so let's get into well what can we do <laughs> alright what are first dates uh, first date protocols okay um, Brett would you cue number five please a good girl is like sweet lemonade on a hot day that's correct sweet lemonade sweet sweet lemonade yes a good girl is is when you touch the fret of your cello and you feel the warm embrace. Mm -hmm. We're here to, uh, you know, make the bad girls good girls. It is our viewpoint that all girls are bad. It's just that the good girls haven't been caught yet. <laughs> I love that line. 
Um, who wouldn't want a warm embrace? I love that. While we're talking about embracing, it's totally okay in a subtle way. You have got to convey that you have sexual energy with her. I'm not saying go to bed on a first date because that's probably not a good idea. But you have to somehow convey that you would love her in a warm embrace um, that would eventually lead to the bedroom at some point in time. Could be date number, you know, three, four, five, six, whatever is um, your mutual comfort zone. So how do you do this on a first date? On a first date, <clears throat> use the opportunity to touch her. So it could be that you're sitting down with the two of you and your knee brushes up against her thigh. That's a good one. Another way would be your fingertips brush against her forearm. Or let's say she needs help with her jacket, that you put your hand on her shoulder, like touch her shoulder when you're helping her on with the jacket. You've got to convey some sort of sexual electricity. I'm not saying to have sex, but I'm saying you have to like somehow make it look like it's subtle, make it look like it's not planned, like what a great idea this is, <clears throat> that you have sexual energy for her and let her stew on that until the following date, all right? So you're going to plant the seeds but not, um, not use them until later. So what is my favorite first date? favorite all around I think it's it almost always works and that would be go for a drink um, happy hour is a good thing because usually drinks are cheap you can get a couple of little appetizers to go with it you can do that for well under you know twenty dollars per person that works out really great um, go for a drink. So why a drink as opposed to the coffee date in the morning? Usually it's because it's the end of the day, everybody is relaxed, and the environment for having a drink just screams that it's something intimate to do and the lights are low, it's romantic, um, it, you know, with a drink, you kind of let your guard down a little bit, you forget about all the hassles of the day, and you're really trying to just listen to each other. Now, you'll say, but Linda, what if I don't drink, or what if she doesn't drink? Okay, don't even bring that up, because it's just uncool to bring it up. So if you need to drink a Perry, a club soda, then drink a club soda. It doesn't have to be an alcoholic beverage. You know, you can drink any kind of beverage you want. But I'm just saying the time of day, the lighting, and usually the location is ideal for bonding with somebody. And um, the girl's guard is down a little bit. And you can get more mileage by going for a drink. Okay, makes sense? All right, so right after the break, we're going to talk about more first date uh, protocols and what are, what are good first dates and what are, not, what are not good first dates. Okay, we'll talk to you right after the break.
Hey guys, want to go from cocky and confused to confident in four sessions or less? Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Tackle relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching and you'll be on your way. That's www.themensadvocate.com slash coaching. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. How can you help further? From her Facebook fan page of the same name. Hit the Shop Now button and save this link to your favorites. Make all your usual Amazon purchases and some of the revenue will support her show at no additional cost to you. No book purchase required. Just start with this link every time. The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross thanks you. The Law Offices of Michael W. Brown gives the right answer for you, not just the legal answer. Initial consultations are always free. Save this number now, 949-636-8128. That's the Law Offices of Michael W. Brown, 949-636-8128. Thanks for tuning in to the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross on KMET 1490 AM, where men can be men. Welcome back to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show. We are currently talking about first dates, what to do, what not to do. But before we rejoin our segment here, uh, there is still time to call. We're in our last quarter hour. You can call me with your questions or comments, 951-922-3532. That's 951-922-3532. 32. And I also want to let you know that this show was made possible by a listener just like you who recommended today's show topic. You can do that too. Hit me up on my uh, Facebook fan page or on my <clears throat> The Men's Advocate, uh, themensadvocate.com website and request your show topic suggestion. Also, um, <clears throat> you can also help help the show by donating, tweeting, uh, sharing, subscribing to TuneIn, calling in, and liking my fan page, my Facebook fan page. All right, let's get back to the topic. <clears throat> and uh, Brett, would you kindly cue number four, please? All right. We're all right, though, right? Uh, that's, that's the, you know, if you have to listen to a song before you go out on a date or ask her for a date, do that. Whatever gets you pumped up and in the mood and in a good mood, do it. So, all right, so let's get back to our topic. What are good f- first dates? What I recommend for the men is do something physical. Why is that? 
because for men, being physical puts you in your environment. That is your natural state of being. Women's natural state of being is to be mental, okay? A man's, a man is a hunter. He's out. He's walking. He's, you know, lifting. He's doing whatever. He's physical. So do something physical because it makes you look confident because typically men are bigger, badder, stronger, and faster than women for a reason. It's because you are physical. So good things to do, and these are all fun things to do under an hour, they check my yes list. Go for a walk. Uh, this would be um, like at the park, a lake, a beach, a shoreline. Go for a walk. Hike. But but hike, but don't hike in a remote area that she's going to be afraid for her life. Um, do something that's well-trafficked, something that makes her feel safe. Maybe a Saturday morning where there's lots of people around. Um, hike is Hiking is good because you can talk on your way up, talk on the way down. You get a little sweat. You get a little exercise going, and it's a good thing. And, and you're not looking at each other face-to-face. A lot of times, guys, do best in new environments when you are side-to-side. Um, it, it psychologically makes the guy feel like her equal meaning that she's not judging you by looking, by having the face-to-face contact. So walking and hiking are terrific uh, avenues for being side-to-side, and it kind of breaks down that barrier a little bit. So that's a good one, too. Um, Bowling is a good one. Mini golf is a good one. Okay, here's another one. Um, How about you go hit balls at a golf course? you know, like on the, on do, do your practice swings. The reason why I say that one is because another great way for men to feel confident is to teach her something, okay? So to, if she doesn't have a natural swing and she's doing something wrong or her stance is wrong or whatever it is, that is your cue to move in and to teach her something, to teach her, oh, you need to follow that swing all the way. You know, you need to go from like the 1 o'clock position all the way to the 10 o'clock position, even though the ball has left you or whatever it is. You've got to, if you get in there and you teach her something, that is very sexy. It's a great way to bond with her. And as I was saying a little bit earlier with regard to... um, you, she has to feel the sexual tension from her, from you. Uh, practicing golf swings is a great way to do that because you can actually nestle behind her. So now your upper torso is touching her back, and you and your hands are over your hands and arms are over her hands and arms while you are showing her the swing. Um, again. Very sexy, and just that little bit of um, contact, that little bit of touch is going to show that you're in control and you're emitting some of that sexual energy that you're interested in her. Got it? So, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a really good one. Um, okay, cooking class. Cooking classes are great, but make sure they're just only on one subject. Okay, it's not going to be you don't have any idea what cooking's about and it's a, you know, three, three hour or three day course. No, if it's a one hour 
course on one solo subject, that would be great. Take a cooking class. <clears throat> Wine tasting or craft beer tasting, that's a fun one also. It might be an avenue for you to show that you're confident without being cocky or arrogant. Um, a lot of places have uh, these taster trays that have four different selections, little mini like two-ounce selections where you can uh, have fun and, and it's, a con it's an icebreaker, it's a conversation opener to talk about, well, what did you think about number two? Did you like that better than number one? And then you go on to the next one, taster number uh, three and four. And then that way you can just sort of have a conversation, not necessarily about each other, but you use the wine or the craft beer as an icebreaker to open up the conversation. It's very non-threatening, it's very sexy, and it's a way to get her to bond with you. Okay, other good uh, tips are dancing. Um, you know, a lot of restaurants, after... Uh, 9 o'clock, they get rid of all the restaurant furniture and they clear it all out and then it becomes, you know, open for dancing. Those are great places. A lot of times, um, you know, for the first hour that they do that, they offer instruction. So like a ballroom instruction or a salsa instruction, they have one hour instruction and then after that's done, then they open it up to the floor and they turn on that particular kind of music, and then you can actually practice what you've just learned. So that's a good one, too. And again, the dancing also shows your, you know, sexual desire because it's, it creates that physical contact, that physical tension that, that you want to, you know, tick off your list. All right, what else? Farmer's Market. <clears throat> That's a good one, too, because you can go up and down the aisles and comment on the soaps or the flowers or the fruit or whatever it is uh, people are selling. Um, you know, ha have you ever tried this kind of squash? No, I haven't tried that kind of squash. Like, I wouldn't know how to cook it. So then you ask the person at the booth, well, how would you cook this spaghetti squash or whatever it is? So, again, you're using the squash as an icebreaker to get to know her. It's very non-threatening, very sexy, um, and food always has a connotation of, you know, being domestic and taking it to the next level. So, um, so it's a uh, it's it's a great one to have. All right, next would be um, going to one exhibit at the museum, not the whole museum, because the whole museum is probably going to take you about three or four hours to get through the whole museum. But say, for example, in Los Angeles, we have the Natural History Museum. And every couple of months, they change what the exhibit is. So right now, there are two different types of uh, uh, exhibits. One is on mummies, and then there's another one on the dinosaur hall. So um, if you just go to that one event, that one exhibit, that's, that's going to get, get you in and out in your one-hour rule, okay? Not the whole museum. Just do the one event and then leave. Um, another one would be to go to an art gallery. Um, again, it's, it's kind of fun to art gallery or art opening. It's fun to get her opinion because art, you know, it's, it's, it's in the eyes of the beholder. Again, you 
again, you can use the art as an expression of her personality and getting to know her better. Another thing to do would be to go to a seasonal festival like a lobster fest or a crab fest or um, here in my town, they close off the streets twice a year and they have a classic car show, um, you know, just kind of viewing the different cars is kind of exciting and, and interesting. Um, you'll do that in under an hour. Uh, lastly, I think uh, going for ice cream is pretty fun. You can do that in under an hour. It's very sexy. It's very sensual. It's eating. It's not a full dinner. Um, you can kind of get in and out, but it's not a full dinner. But um, it's something kind of fun. You, you can see whether she likes it plain, likes it in a cup, likes it in a cone, uh, with the sprinkles, without the sprinkles. You know, there's a lot of choices, and it's something that you can either stay at the ice cream cream shop and talk, or you can get the ice cream and go on the go. Maybe uh, eat your ice cream while you're walking. So these are a lot of uh, fun suggestions in what to do under an hour. All right? So you can be a part of our show. I hope that you will join us next time. I hope that you will call and give me your show suggestions. And um, also we have sponsorship uh, uh, positions that are available. <clears throat> we have a sponsorship uh, arrangement that's good for almost any budget from and the holidays are coming up. You might have a, a product or a service that you want to pr promote. Um, it's very easy to do so. So anyway, I enjoyed this show. I hope that you did. I hope you'll be back for more and we'll see you next week every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. We'll see you next time and thank you for listening to our show. 